Vaiter and Shasvir and Dafyud. Pick up on the second line. I'm going to quickly review what we're up to. Also explain what the six brothers case was that we didn't really go into. Rashi spells it out. And then we shall go Vaiter. Get out your pen and paper. Pause where you have to because uh, it's worthwhile because I'm going to do this a little bit quickly. So we said the following. Levy says, why aren't there 16 cases? Why are you saying only 15? Let's include a case where there's a man who rapes a woman. Let's name her Rachel. And you have a child from that relationship called Reuven. Then he has another child from another woman named Shimon. So now Reuven and Shimon are brothers from the same father. Okay, but not from the same mother. Then Shimon ends up marrying the woman that his father raped. Okay, and he marries another woman named Devorah. Subsequently, he dies. Now, Rachel and Devorah fall to Reuven. Now, don't forget, Reuven can't marry his mom. Right? So therefore, he can't marry Devorah either. Why don't we say that case also? And then Rebbe said, what, ain't got no brain in there? We're only talking about cases that aren't a machlokas. The only way that Shimon could have married Rachel is based off of a machlokas. The only way that the son could have married this father's raped wife was a machlokas based in the based off Rebbe Yehuda and the Chachamim on Daftalit. So therefore, we don't have that in our case. What do you mean, says the Gemara? We have a machlokas in our Mishnah. If you have Eishis Achiv that wasn't in the world, uh, that is a case of a machlokas. So why are you saying there's no machlokas? So he said, what do you mean it's a machlokas? As a machlokas, coin the Chachamim and Rebbe Shimon. The Chachamim say that if you have Reuven and Shimon are brothers, and Reuven ends up marrying Rachel, and then Reuven dies, and then Levi is born, that's the case that we're discussing over here, or and ends up being, he gets born before Shimon takes his Yibam, or after he takes his Yibam, doesn't make a difference, Eishas, Achiv, Shaloyah, Ba'olamo, all the brother, the brother has to be alive at the time the other brother is around, in order for it to be any sort of Yibam, if not, he can never marry that woman. Okay, that is where the Chacham understand it. Rabbi Shimon, though, argue, and they say it's not true, there is a case when they can. There would be a case that Levi is able to marry Reuven's dead wife, Rachel, let's say. How's that? When's that going to be a case? If it would be that he was born only after Shimon married her. So it's like Reuven never existed. Reuven and Shimon. Reuven is married to Rachel. Reuven dies. Shimon takes his Yibam. And then Levi's born. So it's like Reuven never existed. In that case, Shimon, uh, Reuven's, uh, um, Levi's allowed to marry. If Shimon ends up dying, he's allowed to marry Rachel. Chachamim say in every case it's never going to be okay. The Rabbi Shimon says in, in that case that we just described, if he's born only after the second brother takes uh, the first brother's wife, widow, and is married, then 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 it's going to be okay. And that is the machlokas. So Rabbi says, now we're talking about the case where Rabbi Shimon agrees. And it's, we're talking about where um, they didn't do Yibam yet. Number two didn't do Yibam with number one's dead wife until number three was actually born. So even Rabbi Shimon's back yet, there would be no machlokas there. Now comes along the question. Again, apologies for the speed here, but Rabbi Yehuda said in the name of Rav and Rav Chia that we can apply the following teaching in all cases of our Mishnah. Some say it's the name of Rav, some say it's Rav Chia. They said the following Mishnah. We have a Mishnah of Chavav that says, Asurus Hazeh, Mutaris Hazeh, Asurus Hazeh, Mutaris Hazeh. Right? And the, the Rav Safra explained, there's different ways to explain it, three different ways. And we saw Rav Safra explain it to mean, and this applies in all 15 cases, including the case of Eishas Achiv Shalohaya Ba'olamo. In which case, if you're saying the Mishnah Chavav works with our Mishnah on Daf Beis, then it must be that. Taka, we are dealing with the case of the Machlokas, because otherwise you wouldn't be able to apply it to a case of Eishas Achiv Shaloya Ba'olama. And the only way of doing that is working within the world of Shimon. Allow me to explain. Let's say you have six brothers, but really only four at first. So you have Reuven, Shimon, Levi, and Yehuda. Reuven is married to Rachel, Shimon's married to Leah. This is important to write down. So the two brothers, Reuven and Shimon, are married to two sisters, Rachel and Leah. And then what ends up happening, remember, Reuven, Shimon, Levi, and Yehuda are all around. Reuven ends up dying. A fifth brother is born, Yisachar, fifth boy, Mavotov. Yisachar is born before. Levi, who's brother number three, who was alive, takes Rachel in marriage. What ends up happening now is that Yusachar will always be usher to Rachel, never be okay. 
Okay, then what ends up happening? Then Shimon dies. After Shimon dies, Zephulun is born. Zephulun will always be ushered to Leah, that wife. Yehuda ends up taking Leah in marriage. So yeah, brothers one and two are dead. Brothers three and four took on the, the marriages. So Levi took on number three, took on one, and four took on two. Now Levi and Yehuda both die. So Rachel and Leah now fall to Yisachar and Zavulin. That, says Rav Safi, is the case of Asur Lazem, Uteris Lazem, Asur Lazem, Uteris Lazem. Yisachar can never be with Rachel because he was alive before she was taken in Yibam. Zvulun can never be with Leah because he was alive before she was taken in Yibam. But Yisachar can be with Leah. And the Ikernukuda here is that Zvulun can be with Rachel. Why can Zvulun be with Rachel? Because Ruvain, the oldest brother, number one, and number six, never had any Shaykhis. Ruvain was born, married to Rachel. He ends up dying, and Rachel's already taken marriage before Ruvain comes into the picture. Therefore, he is always, uh, therefore, he's allowed to be with her. He's allowed to be, and that's the case where Shimon would agree. So if, like Rav Saf explained, of Chia's case, we could be talking about our Mishnah also, then we find a case that must be that our Mishnah is, is also totally over here in the case of Rav Shimon, which is now we have a Machlokas over here, because according to Rabbanan, this would never be okay. Even Yisah Zvulun wouldn't be allowed to marry Leah, but we saw that we want to make the case in Chavav work with it. It must be that working in the world of Rav Shimon, and there is Machlokas. In which case, why did Rebbe go so crazy at Levi? By saying that there's a case that's based on Machlokas, answered the Gemara, the Rebbe doesn't hold of Rav Chia altogether. And that, my friends, in a nutshell, was yesterday's daf. We're now up to another answer as per why Rebbe, uh, what Rebbe's going to answer how to deal with this circumstance. Here we go. Rav Ada, we are on the second line, last two words, Rav Ada. Rav Ada, Karchina, Kamid Rav Kahana, Amr Shedrava, he gives another answer. Says name of Ravel. Liolam isle the Rabbi Hani Klodi. Rabbi he does he's masked of Ravchia. This is really what we were saying back to Levi. Imo Anusa Saviv, that's what I'm having a problem with. You want to say that we're dealing with the case 16 should be or the the mother who's Anusa of Aviv, Bechada Meshkachasla, Betati Lomishkachasla. You see, because Ravchia said a statement, and the two statements that he said doesn't really work with that case, right? Either it's gonna work with Haisa Asurlazem Mutaris Lazeh. But law but they weren't both sisters. Or you want to say that they were both sisters. Her sister, who is her fellow Yavama, right? Because yeah, remember you have four brothers here, two brothers are married to two sisters. Now they fall, they, the two brothers die. May either do Khalitsa or do Yibam. You can't have a case that you're gonna have two sisters fall to two brothers for Yibam, and each of them are gonna be the mother of the other brother and yet still be mutter to the other brother. In other words, again, you can have two women fall to their sons who are brothers, and each of them are going to be ushered to their son, but they're going to be mutter to the brother, but not if they're sisters. And it's possible for two sisters to fall to their sons who are brothers, but neither of them are going to be mutter to either of the brothers. So the statement that Rav Chia made that Sisters falling to their sons, who are brothers, and to say each one is mutter to the one is not her son, that can't be. You can have one of them falling, one of those statements working, but you can't have both of them. So here's the case. There's a guy, there's a guy going to say a guy named Yaakov. Yaakov he rapes two women. And then, and then what happens, they, each one of them have a child. And then this guy Yaakov has two other sons from somebody else. And now the women go ahead and they marry the two other sons. They each die. So now they fall to Yibam for the sons that they're, they're, they're their own sons. Oy, my boy. Let's spell it out. 
Yaakov goes on and he rapes two women, two sisters. Lamashal, we're going to spell it out like this. You have a guy named Yaakov. He rapes a girl named Chana. And he also rapes a girl named Penina. Chana has a kid named Levi. Penina has a kid named Yehuda. Yaakov has children named Reuven and Shimon. And now they get married. Reuven marries Chana, Shimon marries Penina. Then Reuven and Shimon die. Now what ends up happening is Chana and Penina. Now we understand, You have her sister that ends up being her Yevama. Now they fall to them. But, Why? Because as we know, Ruvain can't marry, I'm sorry, Levi can't marry Chana because it's his mother. Penina can't marry Yehuda because they're mother and, and son. And also, Levi can't marry Penina because it's his mother's sister, and that's an erva. And Yehuda can't marry Chana because it's his mother's sister. So you can't say now that the statement's going to be that it's two sisters, that she Yevimta, Meshkacha, Yevimta, and Asul Azim with Tarsus there. It won't work out because they're not going to be mother to each other. Let's say the case that we said it before, and that is that Yaakov raped Chana and Penina, but they're not sisters. Right, Vim Shtenachir son is two random sister girls that are not related to one another. Then we could say, Now we can actually say such a comment because Yehuda would be mutter to Chana and Levi would be mutter to Penina because they're not related to one another. However, now you don't have the statements. You have a Surah Zebat but a Chosashi Yevimta Lomishkachasla. It's not going to end up saying that there's now sisters that are Yevimta. So in this instance, Rebbe is agreeing with Rav Chia, but Rav Chia's statement wouldn't work out in our Mishnah if that was one of the cases, the one that Levi is trying to propose, that wouldn't work out. That was answer number two. Now we're up to answer number three. Ravashi, Amar Ravashi says, Leolam lesle le Rebbe Hanikloli. Really, Rebbe does not agree with Rav Chia. Uberplukta kamairi. And he's masking him that, you know what, it's still okay. He says, okay, our Mishnah can deal with machloksim. So then what's the problem? Why is he saying it's like you have no brain? If it's a machlokas, we just work in the world of a machlokas. This is what he was saying to him. My taima, don't forget, there's a machlokas, Rabbi Yehuda and the Rabbanon, way back in Dav Gimel. Rabbi Yehuda says that a, a boy is not allowed to marry, he's not allowed to be with his father's anusa. So if that's the case, then you'll never have the case that you're trying to figure out over here of Anusas Aviv. So my time, Elo Diak, the Mastisa, why are we going to Meduik from our Mishnah, the Mastisa Rabbi Yehuda? Then our Mishnah goes according to Rabbi Yehuda, the Aser by Anusas Aviv, who says it's Aser to have a case of Anusas Aviv. Rashi says, Velomesh Kachas, La Shetipal Aim, Lefnei Bena, Ligibam, Me'achiv, Me'aviv. He would never have such a case like that because he's not able to. Why? Because our Mishnah says, the Gatani is going to the Mishnah coming up in that feud Gimel. Because Hashem, if we survive it, the Gatani, the Mishnah says, Sheshares Chamuros Me'elu. We said 15 cases in our first Mishnah, the next Mishnah is going to deal with six cases. So really, there's 21 Arias, only 15 were mentioned. So we say there are six that are even more Chamor than the ones that we just brought. These are cases that a person would never be able to actually fall to Yibam in the first place because uh, there, there was no way of their, the, let's say I have a brother Jack and, and uh, his wife dies, so she falls to me to Yibam. So there are certain cases when it was going to be no good because of the fact that at least Jack could have been married. For example, my daughter Jack can marry, but I can't marry her, so therefore she's putter and the terrorists are putter and everything's off the hook. But what happens if this is my mother? My mother, my brother's a mother, we share the same mother. He can't be married to her in the first place. Because of the fact that we have to marry to other people, so the same with terrorists, therefore the terrorists are always going to be mutter.
What are the cases? For example, Imo, Veishis Aviv, my mother, let's say my mother and his mother are the same mother, or my brother and Jack's mother, or Aishis Aviv, my father's mother, which I'm never allowed to be married to, Veachos Aviv, or my father's sister, and three more cases I brought over there. Now, my Imo, what is the case of Imo? What are we talking about? Elaim and Suasav, if you want to say we're talking about the fact that it's talking about the woman that's married to the father. So Haino Aisha Saviv. That's the same case as Aisha Saviv. Mishnah wouldn't say it twice. El Lav Anusa Saviv. Must be talking about a case of Anusa Saviv. And yet that Mishnah says that it will never come in the first place. It can't be part of the first 15. Only what does that mean that one's mother, who was raped by the father, is able to marry somebody else, but she's not able to marry the brother. Oh, who's the one who holds that? Rabbi Yehuda. That's Rabbi Yehuda. Who says that it's Aser Nusasaviv. So if I, if my, if my mother, if, if, if a guy, let's go back to Yaakov rapes a woman, and then that woman has a baby, right? That woman has a baby, and then that man has a son from somewhere else. So now this, this baby and that son are stepbrothers or half-brother, I can't remember what they're called, but the point is they share the same father. So now in such a case, if that raped woman now marries the, the other son that was born, oh, according to this, it can't happen, right? So as you say, it must be Rabbi Yehuda, and therefore, it's not mentioned in the first Mishnah, because the case could never actually occur. And that's what Rebbe is getting all upset about Levi, saying that can't, this case can't even happen, because clearly we know that we're going according to Rebbe Yehuda, and not like the Chalmud of Dalet, because if there's going according to, and that, that's why the next Mishnah, which you know is Rebbe Yehuda, therefore our first Mishnah is also Rebbe Yehuda as well. Amar, so comes along, Amar, Lei Ravina, Ravashi, says, no, but I can find a case, Rabbi Yehuda, Nami Mishkachasa, I can even find a case according to Rabbi Yehuda, it's going to work on our Mishnah, even though he would say it's not allowed, you know when? Di Avad Vinasev, let's say we're talking about the case where the, this guy, again, so you have, um, um, let's spell out the case, I, I don't remember the case I'm using anymore, forgive me for using a new case, Yaakov ends up raping a girl named Rachel, and they have a son named Bob. And then Yaakov ends up going out and having another kid named Dave. Now, uh, Dave is not allowed to be with Rachel because that's his father's Anusa, according to Rabbi Huda. But let's say Hitaka did do that, where he went against the law and he did it. The Kedushim is Chal. He did such a thing, and now he ends up dying, and now he has another wife falls, so then he dies, and it falls to Bob. So his mother falls to him, and the Tzara falls, and that's where the case could be, that even this could be working within the world of Rabbi Huda. In which case, why are you getting so crazy at Levi? Dei because our Mishnah is not dealing with cases of the people that are going against the law, where you're breaking the law. You know, something in a case where you went against what you're supposed to be doing. That's not what we want to deal with. That's our mission. is not dealing with those cases. But now Ravashi himself says something fascinating. He comes up with Amr Le Ravashi Le Rav Kahana, below Di'i Nami Mishkachasa. We can't even come up with a case, even if we don't do the breaking the law over here, of this guy who's the son of the raped woman having his brother marry his mother, who was the father's Anusa. And you could still find a case where the woman is going to fall to her son, even though she was the, the, the raped woman falling to the son, and then she's going to end up uh, pattering off the saras. How so? Yaakov Anasasakalasa. Let's say Yaakov was Ma'ane's his daughter-in-law. Yaakov is a son named Reuven. Reuven has a wife. Yaakov goes there and he's Ma'ane's his daughter-in-law. Rashi says, like he goes against, obviously he breaks, he goes against Halach over here. The holy Mimenu Ben, and they end up having a son. So what ends up happening is now Yaakov has a son named Reuven, and he has a son from his daughter-in-law, 
as well. Now, Umais Ruvain below Banim. Ruvain, who's his son, ends up dying without having the children. Vinafla Kamebura. And now she ends up falling to who? To her own son. Because her her the son that she had with, with her father-in-law ends up being her father-in-law's son, making it the brother of Ruvain. And now she's falls to her own son. And since she's also to to be with her own son, therefore the, the, the tsar is also her as well. So we found the case which works in the world of Rabbi Huda, even when the son doesn't break the law, but it's when the father does. Again, we're talking about cases that are done in a heterotica fashion, not in something which is done in a usertica fashion. So this brother that came into the world came in through his father-in-law raping his daughter-in-law. That, uh, that doesn't work over here. That's not what the case would have been. That's not what our mission is discussing. And that is why Rabbi goes crazy on Levi. Even though Levi got the smackdown from his Rebbe, named Rebbe, he still continued to put it in his own prices. The tiny Levi, because we have Levi came and he taught. Emo. One's mother sometimes will pat to the tzars and sometimes will not. Kate said how so. I say, Emo nesuas aviv. If somebody's mother was married to his father, and then she goes ahead and marries her son's brother from the father from another woman, this would not be because then what ends up happening? Then that paternal brother ends up dying, and then the mother falls to, and let's say the paternal brother's married to another woman also. Don't think it's going to pat to the tzara. She He actually would have to do Yibam or Chalitza to that tzara. Why? Rashi says, you know why? Because we're talking about a case over here that the, the Kedushan is not even Tofes. Says Rashi, Lo av The wife of one's father is going to be with Kares. Therefore, when that other boy ends up marrying, so again, you have Yaakov is married to Rachel. They have a, a boy named Reuven. And then Yaakov has another boy from someone else's marriage named Shimon. And then what happens, uh, then Rachel ends up marrying Shimon. That's called Eshesav, and that's Karish. Not even Tofase. When Shimon dies and he was married to another woman named Shaniqua, Lo she didn't even fall to him in the first one because it was like it wasn't even toe-faced. And the other one, Shaniqua has to go and do Yibam or Chalitza. Zoe, Imo, She'en Poter Sarasa. That's because Yibam is not Poter Sarasa. Beep, turn the page. Yud Ahmed Beis. But if we deal with the case of Haisimah and Nusasav, let's say the mother of this, you have this guy, Yaakov. Yaakov doesn't marry this woman, Rachel, but he actually just rapes his girl, Rachel. And then they have a kid named Reuven, Venises La'achiv Ma'aviv Umeis. And then he ends up, this guy, Yaakov, has another kid named Shimon, and now they're paternal brothers, right? And what happens? And then Rachel ends up going and marries that, uh, the, the, the son, or his brother, Zui Imash Poter Sarasa. That is going to be case of Poter Sarasa, Va'afapi Sheshanu, Chacham, Mishasen, Chamesh, Yeshlan, Ohosif, Sheshesre, Kigonzu. We have to add a 16th like this against what his Rebbe or Rebbe had said. Now the Gemara wants to say, well, according to Levi, maybe the Queen even had a 17th case. Because don't forget, we're in the world of Rebbe Yehuda. And according to Rebbe Yehuda, a boy is not allowed to marry his, his father's onus. If his father rapes a woman, the boy can't marry her. So this case that we just set up over there, where Yaakov had another son, Shimon, and Shimon ended up marrying the girl that Yaakov raped, namely Ra. 
Rachel, and that's the case that we're discussing that's going to go to Ruven and then it's going to knock it off. The case of the Tsaras, this we must be dealing with the case of where he violated it, right? So he says, if you want to say that, Dinamikatani, we're dealing with the case of E, someone did something Bidiavid, because we, again, we know it's going to Rabbi Yehuda who doesn't hold this, then listeni, then why don't we add in another case? We could say that a woman's going to pater from Chalita Yibam, even the following, a Vimto, a little background to what we're about to see, and then we'll see it. And that is that if a man, you have Reuven and Shimon. Reuven is married to a woman. And then he dies. And now it falls to Shimon. And Shimon does chalitza. At the moment he does chalitza, he just broke ties. He's not allowed to be with her anymore. And the Pasuk says, Asher lo yivne, this person who didn't go and will not build up the house. What does that mean, Asher lo yivne? It means to say that now there is an issa for him to go ahead and to marry in the future. Rashi says, that, um, and, and, but let's say he ended up going ahead after divorcing her. He did, after he did not divorce, sorry. After he did chalitza, he then goes ahead and marries her, even though he's not allowed to. The kiddushin is tovsim because it's no longer called Ashes ach. That's already finished. As soon as she falls them to Yibam, so now if he does Yibam, they're married. If he does Chalitza, then they're done. They're separate anymore, but the Eishas Ach has now fallen away, and there's no Isser anymore going on. And therefore, we have another issue just known as Asher Lo Yivne. And a person goes against that, so okay, it's Chayiv Malkus, but it's not going to be a, an issue of Kares. Now let's read it inside. Listen, let him just say a case of a Chalitza, leave him to <clears throat> person who's Chalitza on his Yivama, on this woman that falls to him. And then after his Chalitza, of a Kitcha, he then goes ahead. And he marries her. And like we said, Rashi says, Kiddushin Tovs and Loba, Deino Olav, Elabalav, Dechsev Shalom Yivne, as Beis Achiv, Kivin Shalom Bana, Shuvlo Yivne. Since you didn't do it, don't do it. Umeis Belabanam. So he goes ahead and he has, he gets married to her. And then he ends up dying without having any kids. So now he, this woman falls to do Yibam to the other brothers because there was Kiddushin, which is Toface. Now, let's say again Reuven and Shimon. But let's say it's not just Reuven and Shimon. It's Reuven, Shimon, Levi, Udi, Sachas, Vulan. Reuven dies, and then Rachel is, is left. And then Shimon goes and takes her and does Chalitza. As soon as he does Chalitza, he takes himself out of a curious circumstance because... You know, he did Chalitza and it's over. But the other brothers, Levi, Hudi, Sachas, Vulan, they still have an issue of Eishas Ach. They're not allowed to get married to her. They still remain in what's known as a Kuris Matzav. So in such a case where a guy goes out, he does Chalitza and Rachel, and then he goes and Shimon and then marries her afterwards, and then he dies without any children. Demigo, Dei, Asura, Tsarasa, Nami, Since this original woman now is going to be usher to all of them because of a case of still Kuris, therefore the Tsar is also being Kuris. Why isn't that case added as well? Amalek is back to him. You know why? Because she'll never, there'll never have to be a case like the Mishnah says of Tsaras Tsara, like we discussed in the Mishnah. If you have a guy, Ruvain, Shimon, Levi, Huda, right? So Ruvain ends up marrying, let's say, Shimon's daughter. Okay? So Ruvain marries, we'll call her Bas Shimon. And she has another, I'm sorry, I just said Bas Ruvain. Bas Ruvain. Um, Ruvain is a daughter, and Shimon marries his daughter. And then Shimon dies. Now, Shimon also had another wife named Rivka. So what happens is now Bas Ruvain is also to be to Ruvain, and Rivka's off to off the hook from that because it's uh it's they they can't they since she can't marry to Ruvain fine, but Levi and Yehudi Sachasul and all of them I can go and marry. So let's say Levi goes and marries Rivka. There's another wife called Rachel. So what happens now? Um, but he never married Bas Shimon. He just takes Rivka. So what happens now? If let's say Levi dies, so now Rivka and Rachel fall again. They can fall to Ruvain, but even though. 
um, Racha had nothing to do with this. She's called Saras Tsara, and therefore she's she's out of the picture, and therefore these uh, she can't marry Reuven again, even though they they're, they're removed. But this case that we just described right now, where the guy marries and then divorce, where the guy does chalitza and then does Yiba, and then does um, kiddushin on her and marries her, she remains an isakaris to everyone, and therefore the tsara is going to be usher also, and they'll never get the Tsaras Tsara, so therefore it can't be one of the cases. Now we're going to see in a minute that the machlokas and reshlokas and rebiyochan about this particular case. So let's say the person goes ahead. There's ten brothers, and one of them does chalitz on her. The, what happens to that woman now? Does she fall off the category now of being karis or not? Right. So we had said so far that he falls off the category of being karis for that guy, but he's still karis to everybody else, and therefore you're not going to be able to get to tsaras tsarasein and all that kind of stuff. But uh, that's only that's a machlokas whether that's true or not, or whether actually once one of them does chalitz on her, then it just becomes an iser alav, but not karis. So now that's the Machlokas Rishlokas Rav Yochan. Rishlokas says it's an Issacharis. Rav Yochan says she's not on the list for a different reason entirely. It's not an Issacharis. And therefore she'd be Chayiv. That's what he says. Why, why, why does he not understand? Why does Rav Yochan understand? So the reason is not because Tsaras Tsaras is going to get to Shaina, but Tsaras Tsara. So the reason is because this is no longer karis. This is laven for everyone. They fall into the category of chalitza and yibum. We happen to be, we don't do yibum, we do, we do chalitza, but at the same time, it is in the category, and therefore it's not going to pater, and the reason it's not going to pater because it's actually chayev. So why are you coming up with this roundabout thing? Because of the fact that you're not going to have tzara's tzara. And for the Gemara, the Devara of Ka'amarle, he was speaking in his world. The Yochum was talking to Rishlakas, who answered according to Rishlakas. In other words, according to me, it's and therefore that's why it can't be in the list, because it's not actually going to be pottering, can't be in the list of the 15 cases. But according to you, the reason it's on the list is because, in fact, it's on the first mission of the 15, because you're not going to have Tzara's Tzara, and the mission there speaks about Tzara's Tzara. Now let's see the actual machlokas we just brought up. Itmar, cholitzi levimto, v'chaz v'kitsha. Someone does chalitza on the Yavama, and then he goes, and he's makadashir. It's an iser, but it's toface, v'chayi v'lavin. Amar Yishlakish, Yishlakish says, who ain chayav al chalutza karis? This guy is not over the iser of karis, because he, he himself is a pasuk, don't build her up again, but that's the only iser there. V'achin chayav chalutza karis, but the brothers are still chayav in the karis. Alatzara, when it comes to the tsara, though, right? So he goes ahead and he marry, he does chalitza on her, and then there's a tsara there also, so she's off the hook also now, right? But this tsara, bein hu bein achid chayovim al tsara karis, she still retains the status of karis. That's all in the world of Rishlakish. But comes on Rav Yochanan. Rav Yochanan, our bein hu ubein achin ein chayovim lo al chalutza karis v'lo al tsara karis. The whole shtikel falls off and is no longer curries for anyone, according to Rabbi Yochanan. My time to Rabbi Shalakas, what's Pshan Rabbi Shalakas that the Isser Kares retains it? The Isser Kares doesn't get taken off. The status of Kares remains. So he says, I'm a crowd. We have a Pasuk, Asher Lo Yivne. This is Pasuk is talking about if a person does Chalitza uh, and they don't do Yibam, the full Pasuk says is that Venigsha, Yivimto, Elov, Leine, Hezekane, Vacholza, Nala, they take off the shoe, Vyaragla from his foot, Vyarko, Bufanam, and spits in front of the Ansa of Armin, and says, Kachi, Yisel, Ishashir, Lo Yivnes, Beisachiv, so it's not the one who doesn't build up the house of his brother, but Yivne means in the future tense. Kevin, Shalobana, Shuvla, Yivne, once you didn't take your chance, your, your opportunity to go ahead and build it, you're not allowed to do it again in the future. Once you do Chalitza, you see, it takes 
takes it out of Kharis and it puts it into just a regular lav that you're not allowed to be with her anymore. Ihu hu lo yivne. Only he falls in a category now of lo yivne. This never changed. Only the one who does chalitza on her is the status of karis is removed. But not the rest of them. And only by taking her, meaning the one who did chalitza on, now he's going to be over the isser of lo yivne. But in reference to the tzara, she changed the status of still being in isser of Kares, Ashes Ach still remains in place. Again, now that's all in the world of Rach Lakish, who says that the Isser Kares is retained for the Tsar for sure, didn't, didn't do Chalitz on her, and for all the other brothers, it retains an Isser Kares. Rav Yochanan, what, what about him? What does he say? He says, Mi Ika Midi Deme Kara, Iboy Hai Chalitz, Iboy Hai Chalitz, that originally, before anything happened, first brother dies. And now, any of the brothers there, Shimon Levi, Ruben dies. Now, Shimon Levi, and all of them, this wants to do Chalitz, he can do Chalitz. This one and if he wants, he can do chalitza on this one, meaning on this wife. If he wants on this wife, he can do on the other wife. There's two wives there, right? You realize that before this guy did anything, this woman was totally mutter to everyone else. So you're saying all of a sudden, any of them could have done it. This guy goes ahead and does it. And all of a sudden, it goes from being mutter to being kares. That's a bit extreme, isn't it? I don't get it. That doesn't make any sense. Ella, rather, what's happening here? He, the one who does chalitza, he's doing he's doing shlichus for everybody else that's there. It says Rashi, right? Um, so what happens is, is that he ends up doing the shlichus for the brothers, and in Ihi, the one he's done chalitza on is shlichus of the tzara She's doing the shlichus for the for the other, for the tzara. So what happens is all of them fall down to a category of what? Asher lo yivne, you can't build it up. And this is talking about whether it's the one that did chalitza on or the tzara. And therefore what happens is they all become out of the category of kares. Now they come in the attack of each other. Ace of Yochanan Mishlakish. If Yochanan comes against Mishlakish and he says, Acholetzi Levimto, we have a Brysa which says straight up. Acholetzi Levimto, Vachaz of a kid. So if someone goes and he does Chalitza on his Yvam, and then he goes and he mar- mar- marries her, Umez, then he dies. Tzricha Chalitza Menachin. He needs Chalitza, she needs to get Chalitza from Nachin. Now, makes sense according to me that according to what I say is they're all in the category of Chayv Lavin. As soon as God did Chalitza, they all drop down and they're on the Chayv Lavin of Lo Yibma. And then why they go and they fall to, to, to Yibam. Uh, and that's why you have to do Chalitza. However, according to you, but according to you, I might see why she needs altogether. There's a kiss of Kharis. And Kharis, there's no Chalitza, there's no Yibam, there's nothing to talk about. Says so Rishak is back. Okay, I have a kasha back on you. What about the end of the brayso, which says, Let's say this guy died, and now they fall to her, and one of them gets up and goes ahead and is mekadesh her. Ain't la a love klum. There's nothing on her, nothing at all. Meaning, I says, Ain kiddushin tov sinlo doesn't work. Ba the ain etzricha himenu get the ain kiddushin tov sin bechayv krisus because it's not it's not doesn't grab a chayv krisus. Vichayv elanin you, but if according to you it's chayv elamin, am I ain't la a love klum? Why is there nothing? Why is it she just walk away? 
As a Gemara, no, that we can answer. Because maybe the safer, that part where it says that, and if they go ahead and do that, and they take her, that ain't a love clue. You know why? Because maybe because of Rabbi Akiva. It really is Lavin. But Rabbi Akiva holds. He holds just like by Karius. It's not Tofi, so too. It's not Tofi by Lavin either. It says, no, but listening, that's really true. They'll let it say, Ladiver Rabbi Akiva ain't loyal love clue. Why does it say that? Must be not like you're saying. So how are you going to deal with this? Beep, turn the page. As a Gemara, Yud Aleph, Kasha. That's a good Kasha. Okay, my friends, we're going to stop over here. I want to wish all y'all a great, great day. And a heilige, lichtige, freilige, simchede kapidem.